Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're going to prosper anyway? You guys going to prosper anyway? God's good to us, isn't He? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, as you can see, I'm here and our pastors aren't. They're, uh, they're taking a few days to rest. Glory to God. That's good. We're happy for them, right? And God's good to us. And He, uh, he loves us, doesn't He? You know, uh, and I've said it before, and, and I probably will never quit saying it. If we believe God's good, if that's the foundation for everything you believe in His Word, you, you won't get off track. If, if you start to get off track, and then all of a sudden God is good comes back to your mind, it'll pull you right back, right back to where you were. can't get off track if you believe God is good. God is good, and He's good to us all the time. Been, did you, were you blessed in 2008? Yes. Yeah, and if you didn't think you were, you're here. <laughs> Glory to God, you were blessed. Amen? Amen, you made it through. Hallelujah. Well, let's... Uh, Let's talk about faith today. Y'all want to talk about faith? Or do we know everything there is to know about faith? No. Uh, no, I found out long ago, uh, the more I know, the less I know. The farther I see, the more I see I can know. How about that? That may be a better way to put it. Because it is exciting to know that you can know more. Right? Because, you know, sometimes when you get that revelation of faith in God or that revelation of His love, and you think, man, that's the best thing ever. You know, that's it. And then you find out that's only the tip. There's way, way, way more. And he is, he is, He's revealing Himself to us all the time, more and more. And we're believing God together. Right? You all believe in God with me today that we're going to have some good stuff come out? Because we are. Because He's a good God. Amen? Amen. Well, um... Open up to Mark 11, 25, Mark 11, 22. That's where that's where you start with faith, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I was uh, when I was preparing for this, I was uh, God brought to my heart uh, the first time, and and you know, a lot of people say that's the first time you ever really got in faith. With me and my wife, it was the first time that we really extended our faith further than we believed we could, and um, we were. We'd been married ten years or more, nine, and uh, the doctors and everybody else had said, "Oh, you're uh, you're not having children. That's not uh, possible for you." And uh, you know, unfortunately, when we heard that, we weren't probably at a place where we could just say, "Oh no, you're wrong." Although we did mental assent, you know, mentally we knew the right things to say. But our heart was not prepared in faith to believe at that point in time for what, for what we were going to have to believe for to get where we were. And um, we, uh, we went through some steps. We thought about, you know, medical things. And we went through some steps and looked, looked at different ways. And uh, as, in all this time, we didn't quit seeking God, though. We, we began to seek God and say, God... We know your will. And we, we looked at verses, you know, children are a gift from the Lord. And, and we and my mom, gosh, you know, she had she didn't she didn't go and get on her computer 
and look them all up and then print them off. She went and got on her old typewriter. She had a typewriter where you went like this, type 90-some words a minute, and uh, typed up every verse on God's promise to children. Typed them up, give them to us. See, she, like the lady that, that Kim gave the testimony of, she grabbed, she got a scripture without spot or, without spot or wrinkle, spot or blemish, right? The lady that was healed of cancer. Now, you know, you'd go to people and they'd say, well, now that verse isn't about healing. Well, that obviously it is, isn't it? <laughs> you know, see that? My mom used to do that. She'd, you'd be going through something and she'd give you a verse just off the wall. I don't know where. She'd pull it out of some chapter you never heard. And she'd say, well, this fits. And, and you'd go, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, and, and, and we had people, I know, and I know I've told it, but she, you lose something. She'd say, Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. Well, I had people get mad at me. I mean, somebody almost told me I would not go to heaven if I used that verse to find my car keys. <laughs> Literally. And, you know, that verse, yes, is about getting people saved and getting people to heaven. But God's Word's powerful, and He cares about the little things. And you know what? I never lost my car keys. I found them. And, and the... But you got to hold on to those verses. you got to take without spot or blemish and hold on to it. And so when we would get these Scriptures, we would hold on to them. We'd hold on to them. And I know Kim, she, she kept bringing one, to, and, and I kept hearing her say it over, over and over, but it was that uh, Psalm, I'll tell you what, go ahead and turn to it. Psalm 113, verse 9. We're all... We all like flipping through the pages of our Bible anyway. It's a nice noise, isn't it? And you hear that paper flipping, you know. It ain't your bills. It's your answer to your bills. Right? Glory to God. In Psalm 113.9 in the NIV. It says, He settles the veteran woman in her home as a happy mother. Of children. Glory to God. She grabbed hold of that verse. And, and you know, I was, I was in faith. I believe that we should have kids. But I, I won't say that I was in faith as much as she was. But I was in faith. And she grabbed hold of that verse and several others. And she began believing. She began believing God. She didn't believe in faith. She didn't believe in prayer. She, she believed in faith in God. She believed in praying to God in faith. She started believing God for her children, for her child. And she got a hold of a book at this point, and it was, it, it was literally about adopting. Uh, it was, and I won't mention the book because we get too long and we'd never get in the rest of this. But she came to me and she told, she told God, she said, God, I believe this is you. Show it to Dave. And she talked to me about it, and I'm like, man, that's right. That, that is right. And, and we hooked faith from that point on in God, in His goodness, in His, in His desire for us to have a child. And the next thing we know, we're going through the steps. You know, and they say, oh, adoption, yeah. You, you know, adoption, you can have a, you'll have a child probably six, eight years from now. You know, you start the process now. Six, eight years from now, you'll you'll have. We're like, we'll start the process. We we believe this is God. 
Well, in the middle of our process, you know, they, they come out and they do home studies and they do a lot of things. In the middle of our process, they, they, at the very, they, they, you know, we start seeing changes. We start hearing questions. We're like, wow. And at the last visit in our, in our home study, she's like, there's a child. There's a child available. In fact, is there's a child that the mother wants you to have. She read, we, we had to write a thing, and, and, they, and they, she wants you to have this child. And, you know, we, wow. We were like, man. And, I mean, we were excited. And, and, and we've got Ramsey today. She's 15 years old. We, we, she is a product of our faith in God. And the reason I went through telling that whole story... Because glory to God, I thank God because, you know, to this day, you know, I look at, at Psalm 27 and, and, I, and I used to just lay on that verse. And I literally mean lay on. I'm confident of this, that I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And I, when we got her, I've got a picture of her when she was in, just, just be able to stand up in her crib. And I wrote on the back of it, the goodness of God in the land of the living. And, and that, we... We believed in, that was our first thing that we really believed in faith, in faith in God to receive. And you know, everybody in here can remember something that they really, you know, you've had to believe God for things, you know, we've all had to believe God for things, but did we have to, did, did we really set our heart on it? Did we really, you know, that's the things we remember. Right? It's not. It's not that you just your daily walk, your faith. Your, you know. Oh yeah, I believe God for that, and I got it. No, that's 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 not what we're talking about here. We're talking about believing God, faith in God. And and what I remember about it as much as anything is after we got it, after we, after we after we went through this whole thing, and there, there was lots more to it because the devil didn't want to give this up easy. You know, he, uh, he, um, he tried to stop it at the last moment. He tried to stop it. You know, it, the mom left the hospital. The, you know, the papers weren't right. Uh, and, you know, and, and if that happens, they can be lost in the system for who knows how long. But he didn't win. Glory to God. Ramsey probably doesn't think. No. <laughs> Someday she thinks it. But glory to God, we got a daughter. And she is the blessing, and she reminds me of my faith in God. She reminds not my faith, and and I, and, I, and for, before I say that, I'll preface it. After we went through that, and and people used to ask me and say, "Yeah, we believed it. We believed her in. We believed God. We, you know." And you almost get to where you're cocky, and it wasn't right. And as I began to learn more, and I, and I began to get into Bible studies, and I began to seek God, what I found was my faith was about this big, and His mercy and His grace were about that big. And where, where I was lacking, He was filling in with His love. And... Why we were able to receive is because we were so reliant on Him. On Him. Not on our faith, on Him. 
See, in, in faith circles, we've gotten to where we are tempted to rely on our faith. And not our faith in Him, our faith. And faith in faith doesn't work, guys. Our faith must be in Him. Right? Let's go back to our, let's go back to our scripture, Mark 11. I don't want anybody to take this wrong. We want to have confidence in our faith in Him, right? We we want to be we want to be bold in knowing who we are in Christ. But it's who we are in Christ, right? It's not who we are. It's who we are in Christ, right? Um, we don't want to become high-minded, right? We we don't high-minded people can't receive. On the level God wants to give to him. And it's not that he doesn't want to give to him, or he's not saying, Oh, you're just high minded. I'm just tired of looking at you. You're just high minded. No, it's like, Oh, I want to get stuff to you, but you got to get, you got to bring your thinking where I'm at. Quit thinking it's you. Quit thinking, quit thinking about yourself. It's me that loves you and your faith in my love, your faith in my goodness. You know, and, and we've got to, yes, be bold with our faith. In Him. Be bold with our faith in His love. Be bold with our faith in His ability in us. Right? We want to be bold in those things. Glory to God. Amen. Mark 11, 22. King James Version. I'll say that. So King James Version. I have to say because I'll, I'll confuse them. Glory to God. And Jesus answering unto them, and Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. You know, he didn't just say have faith, did he? No, he said have faith in God. Now, do you guys think that Jesus chose his words carefully? I do believe that. And I believe when he said have faith in God, he meant have faith in God. Right? And I, and I believe that the verses after that are prefaced by that. So if you if you go to verse twenty three, you have the understood of what he's talking about is your faith in God. So he says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be be thou removed and cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, shall have whatsoever he saith. Who is that person? Who is the whosoever? Whosoever have faith in God. It's not just whosoever, it's whosoever have faith in God. It's not whosoever have faith in their knowledge of God. It's not whosoever has the most knowledge of the Word. It's not, it's whosoever have faith in God. You know what? Most, all the people that Jesus healed weren't saved. Jesus hadn't died and went to the, he hadn't died. They couldn't be saved. He healed unsaved people. They had faith in God. What? Abraham's faith, right? Faith in God. Some of them weren't even some of them weren't even Jewish. Right? But they had faith in God. What? The one lady she chased him down. Said, Heal my daughter. Said, I can't do that. She refused to not have faith in God. She refused. Right? She, she was going to get what you can get by having faith in God. And she got it. 
Glory to God. So whosoever have faith in God shall say unto the mountain. So when we're saying unto the mountain, and it ain't moving, what's the first thing I might want to check? Where's my faith? Where's my faith? If I'm speaking to that mountain, and it's not moving, then something's not working, and I don't believe it's God's Word. Right? So, what do I need to do? Do I need to say, well, I've done this, and, and I've done that, and, 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 and I don't understand? And I, you could do a thousand different things. Go back and check. Have faith in God. Have faith in what about God? Have faith in His grace, in His mercy, in His power, in His ability, in His great love for you. Right? And through that great love, He works His ability and gives you the ability to say to that mountain, Be ye removed and cast into the sea. You know, it's like you're standing there and you know the mountain sees Jesus. Right? Because you're working on His, his ability, His power. Right? You're not stand, I'm not standing up there and I'm Dave. Right? They say, oh, there's Dave. You know, ain't no mountains afraid of Dave. You know, there ain't until you put hyphen Jesus Christ beside it. And all of a sudden, the blood washed. Dave, sin free, righteousness of God in Christ. Dave is standing there. Now, he's speaking faith words through God, right, to a mountain and saying, be ye removed. Right? Because now my faith is based in God. You know, and you got two ditches here that people get in. You got the ditch where people say, I'm, I'm not righteous. Well, if you're not, then don't stand in front of the mountain because if it does move, it's going to fall on you. <laughs> Amen? You know, I, I hadn't been very good. I, You know, Jesus up here, me, you know, it's, that, that's a ditch. That's a ditch. That's a ditch which causes people not to receive what God so much desires for them to have. Right? It's, it's caused millions of people not to receive their health. It's called, caused millions of people to stay poor, to not be prosperous, to not have joy, to not have peace. They, their, their faith is, is it's not even faith. You know, they're calling it faith. In fact, is what they're calling it is the faith. Right? You know, that's, that's the religious term, you know, the faith. You know, if you can share the faith. You know, and, that, that, and actually to them, that is sharing that they can be saved, live a really horrid life on the earth. But at the end of it all, you'll get to go to heaven. Glory to God. Which is like partial gospel. You know, there is good news at the end, right? You know, unfortunately, you live your life hoping for the end a lot, lot quicker, right? Gosh, God, can you come back today? I used to see people all the time. They'd say, well, I hope Jesus comes back today. I'm like, really, why? And they go, things are just awful. And I'm like, well, wrong reason. Wrong reason. That's, that's not the reason Jesus is going to come back. It's, he's not waiting for it to get so bad. Well, if it'll just get a little worse, God, I know you'll send me, right? No, 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 and no. No. God's good, and He, and he wants 
all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Right? If we want to be helpful, we'll pray for our nation. We'll pray for our government, for the people, that they'll be saved. If you want Jesus to come back, start getting, start doing something that causes salvation. Because that's what's going to ride in the horse. Right? So start believing that. But glory to God, don't, be, don't believe Him in so quick that you lose some of your relatives. Right? Anybody got any unsaved relatives? I got a few. I'd like to see them all. Anybody know someone's not saved? Does anybody know anybody they want to see go to hell? Well, if you do, then we're going to talk about forgiveness later. Okay? Then, yes, let's look joyfully at the time where Jesus comes back. But until such time, let's occupy. Occupy doesn't mean sit in your easy chair and sit, sit back and say, Okay, God, as soon as, it, uh, as soon as you're done, tell me so we can go. Right? And I think that's, some Christians think that. Occupy. Occupy means to do what you were called to do while you're there. Right? When an army occupies somewhere, do you think they just sit around? No, they, they go about the business of that nation. They make sure that things are going the way they want it to go. Right? Right? They don't, you know, like, well, they don't make sure that it's going the way that nation wants it to go. They make sure it goes the way they want it to go. Glory to God. How do we get all the way out there? Have faith in God. If we have faith in God, when we speak to the mountain, the mountain moves. But our faith needs to stand in God, in His wisdom, right? It's important. You guys understand what I'm saying? Because, you know, I have people come to me all the time, and, and I've been guilty of this myself, and, and, and they're believing, or they're, they're, they, are, they are putting their faith out there, and they're saying, you know, I'm believing God, and, I, and I've read these scriptures, and I went to this meeting, and hands were laid on me here, and... The only thing I'm not hearing is God loves me. I have faith in His ability. He will heal me. You know, I don't want to hear... I'm ringing here, guys. I don't know if you guys can hear that. I don't want to hear how many times you were prophesied over. I don't want to hear how many times you, how many faith victories you've had. That's great. And you need to remember those faith victories. But that's not where your faith comes from or exists. Your faith must be in Him. Amen? Not in, I, I did this and I got healed. Anybody ever done? No, you guys don't raise your hand. But you, you ever done? I mean, you got healed one way. So the very next time you got sick, you began doing exactly the same thing. The only difference is the first time you were really trusting God. The second time you were trusting the method. Right? We can't trust the method. The seven steps to healing, the five steps to this, the eight steps to that. No! There's one big step. Have faith in God. Right? We want to have faith in His ability. Have faith in His grace. You know, look at, uh, look at uh, 1 Corinthians 2. In the King James also. 
I read the NIV and then I quote the King James. It's my mom's fault. <laughs> Everything she quoted to me was in King James, so when I try to look it up in the NIV, I can't find it. Because the verses, you know, you're looking at it and you're like, it's not there. That scripture doesn't even exist. Thank God for computer programs and concordances. You know, we have people all the time say, can you tell me where this verse is? And you know what you're typing back? In the concordance, look under this word. Right? Well, if you do everybody's work for them. Yeah, that's the way my mom used to, I used to just, used to really just make me mad because she knew I had the Holy Ghost. I wasn't acting like it, but she knew I did. And I'd say, Mom, I'm going to go do this. And she'd say, you got the Holy Ghost? I'd say, see, what I wanted her to say was yes or no. Because then I could blame her if it didn't go right. Right? And see, that's what so many people are looking for when they ask questions. It's not that they want us to be responsible for the answer. The answer's in the Word. Glory to God. Because, I mean, I used to call her all the time and say, Mom, what do you think about this? And she'd say, I don't know. What do you think? I'd say, no, Mom, that's not what I want. You don't understand. I want you to do it for me. Cut my steak. Feed me. Time to grow up, right? 1 Corinthians 2. 1 Corinthians 2. Um, Start in verse 1 real quick, and then put it up there, because I didn't put verse 1 down. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. 2. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was, and, and I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling... And four, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man wisdom, of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. Glory to God. Stop there for a second. Paul came to them with a very simple message. Jesus Christ is crucified. Rose again. Right? Died for your sins. And, and you know, a lot of people say, oh, I bet a lot of people got saved. wonder how many got healed. wonder how many learned about prosperity that day. wonder how many got their peace back. See, that message is the message we're to have faith in. That's the message that we should go back to every time. Because that's the love of God. For God so loved me that He gave His only Son... That, who, so that if I believe, I shall not perish. If I have faith in what He accomplished, then I will not perish. If I have faith in the work of Jesus in my life, if I have faith in that, I can say unto the mountain, Be ye removed. Right? That, that's, and, then, and He even says it in, the next, in, in verse 5. He said that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man but in the power of God. Right? See, we get to where we, we think so highly of ourselves that our, that our faith is now standing in our knowledge. Huh? Let me rephrase. You know, 
none of you have ever done that, right? Good. Watch it. It's a ploy of the enemy. He wants you to believe in how smart you are. What's, what, what, is, what is the first thing that happens with kids as they grow up? They outgrow the need for their parent. Yeah? Oh, they're not. I'm smarter. By the time they're 10, 11, 12, they're already smarter than you. They no longer need your information. Right? That's not in us, and that doesn't just leave your natural tendency. Right? And, and as we grow in faith, sometimes we have a tendency to grab hold of our faith. Look what I believed in. Look what I did. You know? You should pray with me because look what I've accomplished. No. No, no, no. Where's our faith in prayer got to be? Go back to, your, go back to Mark 11 and, to, and uh, 24. He says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, who's you? You that have faith in God. Right? What, so, what, so, what things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. That's the person that has faith in God. It's not the person that believes in his own knowledge. It's not the person that says, I'm a powerful prayer and I use many words. <laughs> many words I'll use today and when we're done... We'll have what we, what we desire because I'm praying. No. No, that's spiritual arrogance. Faith is not arrogant. Faith is confident. Faith is confident. And when we're believing in faith in God, we must be confidently aware of His love. Right? When you were kids, you were confidently aware of your parents at all times. If they were a long ways away from you, you didn't do things that you would do if you were next to them. Right? You guys understand that? I can give you a really good example. You know, I used to, as I was growing up, I'd work on my own car. And, man, I would tear it up. (laughs) It was not good for my car. So what I would do is I'd call Dad. And I'd say, Dad, I'm going to do some work on my car. Can you come over? And I wouldn't tell him I wanted him to work on it, but I wanted him to be there. Because I had confidence that if he were there, no matter what I did, he'd make up the difference. See what I'm saying? My confidence must be in God. My confidence and my faith must be in His ability in me. Right? I want, I want to be able to do all these things through Christ. I want to be able to do all these things in, with my faith in God. Right? Not my faith in my ability, my faith in His. Glory to God. And I want to stay confident in that. I never want to put my faith in the wisdom of man. I'm a man. If you put your faith in your own wisdom, He's not, he's not just saying, don't put your faith in my wisdom. He's saying, don't put your faith in your own wisdom. Whose wisdom do we want to have faith in? God's wisdom. We want to make God's Word our word. Right? When we grab a hold of that word, when she grabbed a hold of without spot or blemish, she made it personal to herself. Right? And she grabbed hold of that word. That was God's love toward her. And that was what assured her faith in her ability to be healed. Glory to God. 
It wasn't her words. It wasn't what she could say. It was when she said it, it was like God was saying it. It was like just what Brother Rick was saying earlier this morning. We were just getting in agreement with what he already said. Glory to God. And our faith is now in his words. Right? And we're staying confidently aware of his love. Right? Confidently aware people of his love do what? They rely on his love. They rely on his word. They rely on his truth. Right? They rely on him at all times. Make sense to you guys? We, they don't see what happens if you get out there in knowledge and in your knowledge and your wisdom and your faith, if you will. Your reliance becomes on what you know, right? I don't want to just rely on what I know, right? That's that's that'd be like praying without the Holy Ghost. That's exactly what it'd be like. You could pray this far, and you'd be done. Right? But man, when you got the Holy Ghost, you can stop there and say, God, I don't know what to pray from here, but you do give me utterance. That's why when every Wednesday night we pray, we pray in the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. And we believe God together that we prayed beyond our knowledge. Right? We can do many things beyond our knowledge because we trust in His. Right? Glory to God. That's what we trust in. Look at uh, my notes. I, I put notes together, and then I write all over them. And so I never know if I get anywhere close to them, but we try. Glory to God. Go to 1 John 4. Glory to God. People who are truly in faith are confidently aware of God's love. Amen? 1 John 4, verse 16, NIV. Verse 16 says, And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. That's pretty good. Right? Now, I don't have to know... A whole bunch more. Now, I can gain knowledge in that love, but I don't want a lot of knowledge outside of that love. See what I'm saying? Out of, outside of His love for me. Paul prayed that in Ephesians. He prayed that we would know the love of God. Right? He didn't pray that just because, you know, I just think this would be neat for you to know. Right? It would be neat if you knew the love of God. That you know, I don't know that it would help you a lot, but it would just be neat for you to know. No, he prayed that because it had great purpose. Because it is our answer to everything we're believing for in faith. Right? It is our answer. This is how you receive from God because to know that love is to gain that ability to be who that love made you. Right? You got to believe in that love to get out of the condemnation ditch. Right? You have to believe in that love to humble yourself and get out of the arrogance ditch. Right? Spiritual pride over there. Right? There's two ditches. We don't want to be in either one. We want to have faith in God. We want to know and rely on the love He has for us. God is love. 
Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in him. So faith outside of God would not be grounded in love. And probably, I don't think faith works without love, does it? I think it says faith works by love. So if faith works by love and God is love, then faith without God doesn't work. Right? That's why the devil wants us to get arrogant in our faith, not confident in it. See what I'm saying? That's why he wants to pull us out there and, and get and say, Oh, wow, do you see what they believe for? Man, when they say that, you're like, Oh, yeah, I believe for it. you got to watch yourself. Your flesh wants to take that credit. You, you know, doesn't it? You got Because you know what? Our flesh, it, it likes. It likes it when people say good things about it. Right? It likes it when people look at it like it's something. You know what? We are something. We are the loved of God. I th- I'm, I'm confident that that's why John said that over and over, because it made him remember who he was. I'm the disciple that Jesus loves. That, made, that gave him a confidence every time. And you know, in reading, he's the only disciple, the apostle that I can see that made it all the way through. Right? All the rest of them died well before 120. Looks to me like he made it until he said, "I'm okay, I'm going to go. And I mean, he went through some stuff. But, man, if you believe in that love and you're grounded and rooted in that love, you can go places other people will never go. Right? You can believe God and receive things that other people will never receive. That's why he says, enter into the kingdom of God as a little child or you won't enter in. He's not saying you're not going to get in. He's saying you're not going to get it. You can't understand it. Right? Because you're, you're trying to make it too hard. And little kids, man, when they receive something... It's easy. You know what? I'll guarantee you, even at 15, Ramsey could go out and be bad all day and walk in and ask me for something just like that. And expect to receive it. I'll guarantee you. Right? And when you're a little child, remember he didn't say come as a child. He said come as a little child. Man, little kids, they believe everything is theirs. And that you love them no matter what. And because you love them, they can have anything that you can get them. Right? Such is the kingdom of God. You come to the kingdom of God believing in that kind of a love and with that kind of an attitude, you'll receive. Right? We have to grow up to be stupid. Right? Right? What do you think? In our minds, do we think, well, I'll get to know so much about the Word of God that I'll no longer have to bother Him? (laughs) No. No. You know what? My sister still calls my dad when there's a problem. It really irritates her husband, too. She's got to watch it. She still calls my dad when there's a problem in her house. she, She don't live at home anymore, but Dad can fix it. She's still relying on his love. Right? Now she needs to, you know. But that's a good way to be. There never needs to be a day 
where our faith gets so big that we no longer need God in it. Right? That, that we are so huge in our faith that, you know what? And then when other people come around us and we say, Oh, sure, I've believed for that before. Ooh. And you get that spiritual voice and you just need to do this, 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 and this. No. You know, most of the time what they need is a hug. And they need somebody to say, you know what? God loves you. God loves you right where you're at. And He'll do for you right where you're at. You don't have to go somewhere else. You don't have to be someone else. You just have to acknowledge His love. And as you acknowledge that love, your faith in Him will accomplish those things. Glory to God. He's a good dad. He's, he is a father and a really, really, really... He's the best. There's none, there's none else like Him. God can correct you and you'll feel so loved. You know, I know there's times where I've corrected Ramsey and she's saying, there's no way you could love me, talk to me that way. You know, when God's done correcting you, you feel more loved than you felt before He corrected you. Right? He's not mean. He's, he's just like Rick talked about Friday night. He's, he's there for you. He's trying to build you up. He's trying to pump you up. He's trying to encourage you. He's trying to get you places you won't go on your own. Right? That's what good parents do. They push you into being who you won't be without them. Right? God puts His ability in us and then says, Now go be who I've, who I've made you to be. Have faith in, in my love and, and it will make you who I've said you are. Right? Glory to God. It's a good thing. Amen? You guys with me? Faith. This is about faith, right? You can't talk about the things of God and eliminate love. You've got you to put it in there because it is where we're grounded. Right? Faith that's not grounded in love isn't going to do much. Its, it's value is little. What's it say in, in Corinthians 13? It means nothing. Right? Faith grounded in love, though, accomplishes much. Look at 1 John 4.16 in the Amplified. 1 John 4.16 in the Amplified. And we know, understand, recognize, are conscious of by observation and by experience and believe, adhere to, and put our faith in and rely on the love of God. Right? The love God cherishes for us. Understand, recognize. Now see, when you're believing for something, you can look at that and you say, now do I understand, recognize, and am I conscious of by observation and experience of God's love? Right? Or am I just out here on my own hoping that if I pray long enough, say the right thing, I can manipulate by faith and get something to happen. You know, we do we do that. You know, we'll do everything except for believing His love. You know, it's like it's like uh, I was talking the other day. I said you could put a lamp right next to the socket, right, and set it there. Say, man, I sure hope that thing makes light, right. And then, then you can say, well, that didn't work. Maybe if I get a, I'll get a chair and a table and I'll put a book on the table like I'm going to need the light, then God will make light come out of the lamp. 
And we spent all this time trying to manipulate it when all we had to do was plug in. All we had to do was take the plug, plug it in, and the power would come out. Right? But, but our faith was in our ability to manipulate, not in, our, in His love for us. Right? And so we, spent, we wasted all this time in what really wasn't faith at all. Glory to God. Colossians 2. Lord's helping us, isn't He? Glory to God. I think I learned more than y'all do, though. No, we're learning it together. Amen? You know, I was uh, sitting there all day yesterday looking at verses. And you look at verses and your notes start getting like this long and this long and this long. And, you try, and you're saying, I can't sell this. How am I going to cut it out? You're not looking at them so you can say, well, they're getting in you. And see, as I, as I look at this, I start remembering all these verses that I was looking at yesterday. You know, one thing I told Rick is it's interesting how little the word faith is mentioned in the Old Testament. So I think it's mentioned like twice in the Old Testament in the King James Version. Okay? And other versions, it's mentioned a little more, but faith is not, you know, it just says Abraham believed God. Right? Well, maybe we should go back to that because sometimes when we use faith, we forget it means we believed God. Right? We say, oh, I'm in faith. Are you believing God? That probably ought to be our next question. Because sometimes people say, I'm in faith. I don't know if they're believing God or not. Right? If you're in faith, you should be believing God. Abraham believed God, and it was accounted unto him righteousness. Right? So we believe God. Amen? Yeah, we're in faith. We're believing God. Glory to God. What did I say? Colossians 2? Colossians 2, verse 6, King James Version again. As ye therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. The same way you received Christ Jesus is the same way you walk. So the faith it took to bring you down the aisle is the same faith you can walk in daily. Right? So what it says, isn't it? As you received Him. That's how I received Him. The same faith it took to say, Jesus, I confess You as Lord, is the same faith that we're to walk in every day. How be it? How so? Well... You're having trouble in your finances. Jesus, I confess you as Lord over my finances right now. And I believe in God that I'll have the things that I need. You're my provider. You're my good Father. You will take care of me. Right? It's not, I'll have this and I'll have that and I'm prosperous. And I go, stay away from that person. March and stomp all day and then remember God loves you. Amen? You can get mad at the devil. That's great. Don't get mad at God. Don't talk like you're mad at God. Don't scream in God's ear. Don't get mad at God. You know, I uh, had somebody get mad at me when I was in, my, in the business I did before I spent all my time here that I no longer do because I'm over here. 
But I had somebody get, get mad at me and start yelling at me. And I said, you know, that's really not a good place for you to be. And they said, what do you mean? I said, you're yelling at the person that writes your check. You're yelling at the person that schedules your work. And in fact, he was yelling at the person that loved him. Because I truly did love him or I wouldn't have hired him. I hired him because God told me to. And I said, that's really contrary to your benefit. It's not going to benefit you at all. And I wasn't being mean and I wasn't being rude, but getting mad at God is way worse than that. There's never a time where you can look up and say, God, why didn't you? No. No, no, and no. God loves you. God's for you. And we want to stay on His side always. Faith in Him never blames Him. When it says have faith in God, you go back to the verse and you say, the mountain didn't move. Did God forget? No. Check yourself. Don't check God. Amen? Have faith in God. Have faith in His love. Lord, why isn't this happening? He'll show you if you truly want to know. You know a lot of people ask that question, and really what they believe is, this should have happened. They're asking God because they really believe that it should have happened in their own mind. They're not asking God because they truly want an answer. The most unteachable person in the world, person that knows everything. Can't teach him a thing. You know, you ever had somebody come up and ask you how to do something? You started telling them, say, no, I did that. No, I've done that. No, no I've done that. And you're, by the time you're like, well, you've done everything I know. I better go. Right? They want answers to their problems, but yet when you tell them, they're like, what? No, 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 you're wrong. Oh, okay. Well, if I'm wrong, I'll quit now. We, to be in faith and for your faith to be effective all the time, you've got to remain teachable to God's Word all the time. There's never going to be a time where you grow so big that Mark 11:24 doesn't work. Right? And when somebody says, maybe you ought to go back and read Mark, oh no, read that. Read, heard Brother Hagin preach on it for years. Know it. Don't need it. Well, then you don't need an answer. Right? You got your answer. Live in what you got. That's your answer. Right? People that want answers will get them. Right? Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open to you. See how I said all backwards? Ask, seek, and knock. Amen? God loves us. Amen? Glory to God. He's not looking for ways to keep things from us, and He's not even trying to make it hard. You know, people say, ah, oh, it's just too hard to believe in faith. Can't I just have it? You don't want it that way. You don't want it that way. Things that you get without faith, you got a big chance of losing. Things you get with faith, you'll keep forever. Right? You want things that you get through faith in Jesus Christ. You want things... That, why? Because God loved me and gave me that. Why do I remember not only is Ramsey my daughter and I... You know, obviously I can't forget her because she talks like this all the time. But that is my image of God's love every time I see her. It's not just Ramsey. It's God loves me. God lo- You know what? And my mom was praying for us to have kids, not because she wanted a grandchild, because she already had lots of them. 
She told God, she said, Kim and Dave need kids. They're selfish. I'm telling you what she did. She said, God, have mercy on them. They are getting more and more self-centered. It's all about them. They need ki- they need someone else to care about. I'm sure it was more me than Kim. That was my mom's prayer. But you know, the more as as the Lord allowed me to see His love through Ramsey, I saw that. I saw that, and I'm not saying you can't learn without that. I'm saying I could have never seen it. And that was the mercy of God in my life. He showed me His goodness through her. Right? He's a good God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Look at Hebrews. Now, let's don't go there. Let's go somewhere else. Glory to God. Faith. Romans 10. Romans 10. And as we look at these things, what we want, what I want you to see is, and I, and I did this last night, everywhere it said faith, I put faith in God. And you know, it fits almost everywhere. There, there's absolutely just very few verses that it does not work in. You know? Even in this verse. Look at this verse and, and say it in, in, in Romans 10:17. So then, faith in God comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. That's what the faith you should be getting if you're hearing God's Word, right? If we're hearing God's Word with the right heart, right? Rooted and grounded in love, then what we're gaining is faith in His Word by hearing it. And then when you're a doer of the Word you heard of faith in God, you do things that God would have you do. Right? Now you're a doer not of your faith, you're a doer of His faith. Right? You can do so much more in His faith than you can do in yours. Right? Now we want, I don't want anybody to get me wrong, you want to make His faith your faith. Right? I want to make His love my love because my love will only love you until you make me mad. Right? So God said, here, Dave, let me give you some love because yours, yours is pretty weak. So God gave me His love. And now, that's the kind of love that keeps marriages together. That's the kind of love that will raise a child. That's the kind of love that can help people. Why? Because it won't walk away from them. It won't let them down. It won't forsake them. It won't give up on them. Right? Human love will. Right? But when I gain faith in His love, in His love, in His Word, then I walk in that faith and I use that faith daily. Daily. Every moment of the day. That's the faith. Not my not 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 one of those things where you say, oh, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that. No. His faith. This is how we ought to do it. God loves us, so let's do it this way. Right? God loves us, so there's no way we we can keep from having this happen, right? It's not, it's not that just that we have faith in God. It's not just, we can't just say, I have faith, so it has to happen. You can say, God loves me, so it has to happen. That's faith in God. Right? That's when the mountain has to move. When you look at the mountain and say, hey, God loves me, you don't even have to say move at that point. It runs. <laughs> right? 
That's the God we serve. Well, I hope I walk around a little more. I'll get these camera guys dizzy. (laughs) Glory to God. Glory to God. Remember your faith victories. Yes, when you have a victory in faith, when you've overcome by believing God for something, remember it. Don't base your faith in it. Base your faith in God. Right? Remember the testimony. Have faith in God. Right? Look at, uh, let's look at 1 Samuel. Let's look at David. 1 Samuel 17. That's when we'll get into legalisms. We'll start trying to do things the way we did them this one time because that's the way we did them, so that must work every time. You know, as I was looking at just the people that Jesus healed in His ministry, and I can't think of maybe one or two that were even similar. You know? It was always something, you know, back of the coat, the spit in the eyes, you know, making some mud. Right? Get up and walk. You know? He, who, who was going to predict it? Let's see, this guy's going to get him through the roof and Jesus will surely lay hands on him. Because, you know, he came through the roof and he's laying on the ground. That'll take big stuff, so that'll have to happen. No, Jesus said, get up, take up your mat and walk. Right? We don't have to have it the same way every time. We just have to believe in his love. If you believe in his love, you'll do what he says. Right? People that trust God do what He says. Sometimes it's really hard. Most of the time on your flesh, it's really hard. Did you guys hear that? Some people say, no, no, it's easy. Wrong. Again, then you you didn't listen good. It's on your flesh, it's really hard. Right? Yeah. It's easy to yield to the Spirit of God, but... Your flesh ain't always going to like it. In fact, is most of the time it ain't going to like it. That was isn't going to like it in English. I'm sorry. I was speaking hillbillyese, which I'm very fluent in, by the way. David was confidently aware of God's love for him. He was. You know, and people say, well, he messed up so bad. He did and then wrote the Psalms and told about how much God loved him. He didn't get off in a ditch somewhere. He didn't. But even as a young man in this, in 1 Samuel 17, 33, this is where he was going out to give, I think, his brother some food. And he saw Goliath, and he went to talk to Saul. And and in verse 33, And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against the Philistine and fight with him, for thou art but a youth. He is a man of war from his youth. And David said, You know, you're right. I don't know what I was thinking. I should have stayed home. I should have kept my mouth shut. You know, I was just showing off. Well, it's what his brother said, wasn't it? You're just trying to show off. No, that's not what David said. David said, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him, and delivered him out of his mouth. And when he rose against me, I caught him by his beard, and smote him and slew him. 
The servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. He has defied the armies of the living God. Now, let's see if David really gives glory where glory is due. Verse 37, David said, Moreover, the Lord hath delivered me. And see, he, he smote him, but he smote him because the Lord hath delivered me. Okay? Okay, see, you know, because it's great to say, you know what? I defeated sickness, I defeated disease because the Lord delivered me. The Lord helped me. The Lord is good. Amen? We want, we want to make sure that we don't try to take credit. The devil wanted credit, right? He wanted to exalt himself above the Most High God because he didn't want... He didn't like... You know, God was getting all the credit. You know? I'm going to be bigger than Him. I don't want to be bigger than God. I want to be as big as He makes me. I do want to be that big. Amen? Amen. David said, Moreover, the Lord hath delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, and He will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And he convinced Saul right there. Saul said, Go. Go. The Lord be with you. Why? Because he was confidently aware of God's power in his life. He was confidently, he was in faith. Not just because he'd done this, but because it was the Lord that did it. He was confident in God's ability to deliver him and and give him victory over Goliath. Right? He had faith. He believed. And, and you know what? And then he didn't go out there because he grabbed their beard. Remember up here it says he grabbed the beard of the lion and smote him? Now, he didn't go out and say, so I grabbed the beard of the lion, so somehow i got to get close enough to the Goliath because if I grab the beard once, then that's how it works. So i got to get a hold of Goliath's beard. Preconceived notions and assumptions on how God, God works. Right? No, he didn't. He just said, God will deliver me. And then he walked in faith. He walked in faith, picked up five, st- five smooth stones, hit him in the head, cut off his head. You know the story. Right? He was confident in God's ability in him. He didn't look at his size. He didn't look at it. I mean, look at Saul. Saul said, you can't. The king, this big man, that's the, that's, that's the, that's the king of the armies that are hiding in the rocks. And he says, you can't. That's when your faith in God better come up out of you. Because you know what? That's when your faith's going to be tested too. Somebody who's been in the battle is going to come up to you and say, you know what? I've been there. You can't. That's when it's time to say, no, no, no. That's when it's time to remember your past victories, but have faith in the God that delivered you. Right? Remember your past victories. Remember that you smote the lion and the bear. That's great. But remember how you did it. Remember who helped you do it. Remember who gave you the power to do it. That's faith in God. Right? Not faith in faith. Not faith in knowledge. Not faith faith in God. Faith in the knowledge of God. Faith in the wisdom of God. You can have faith in a lot of things. Faith, in, at the end of it, it better say, of God. Right? 
Because you don't want your faith standing in the wisdom of men. Amen? Amen. Isn't that what the Galatians were trying to do when they tried to go back to the, to the uh, law? They'd, they'd gotten saved by faith through grace, and the next thing you know, they're, they're thinking about getting circumcised. Oh, and Paul's like, who's bewitched you? Keep running the race you were in. Right? It's in Galatians 3, by the way. One more scripture I read last night. Right? Well, why are you trying to do in the flesh now what you began by the Spirit? That's what happens when we try to get our faith to work by, by natural means. That's when, it's, that's when we try to get it done in our power. Right? And, and, that's, and that's what he'd say. He'd say, you know, you were believing so good. Why all of a sudden did you get off on your own faith? Right? Amen. Still here? Still here. Pro- Proverbs 3. And we'll end with, we'll close with Proverbs 3. Relying on, trusting in, believing in, having faith in. Those are all good words that we want to stick close to. Amen? We don't want when, when somebody, a man of God or a woman of God comes to us, and we ask them, you know, we need some help. We've, we've been dealing with this and we've been dealing with this. And they said, and they say, you know, check this. And you say, no, you don't understand. I was prophesied over. Um, you don't understand. I've been, I've been healed before. You know, it doesn't matter. If God says, reach over, tie your shoes three times and jump up and down on one foot, that's what you do. Right? That's because you have faith in God. You trust Him. He's not just doing it to make you look stupid. Probably you just had so much pride He had to get you to do something without pride. Right? I'm not saying He He may have done I don't know. I don't know. don't know how I came up with that. So, Proverbs 3. What we rely on and trust in is where our faith truly is. And so we want to make sure that we are truly relying on God. Truly relying on the things of God. The, the qualities of God. In other words, if I want peace, I want to rely on His peace. Because my peace will be interrupted by the, the newest problem. His peace, don't even know it. Is that good English again? Okay, good. You all understand me though, right? Okay. If, if I ever say something you just don't understand, look at me and say... Yeah. Stop that, Dave. I want to rely on His qualities, His love, right? I want to rely on His peace, His joy, right? I want to, I want to rely on the things... I want to rely on, trust in, adhere to God. Amen? Proverbs 3, verse 5, King James. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Yeah, it doesn't say trust in your faith. It doesn't say trust in, in your knowledge. It doesn't say trust in your wisdom. It says trust in the Lord. You know, there's a time where you just don't understand. That's not where it's time to question. It's just time to trust. Say, Lord, this is what your word says. I trust you. And that ain't easy again all the time, especially. You know what? You're getting ready to go in the furnace. Huh? With the three Hebrew children. And all of a sudden you say, I, you know, I trust God. you got to be ready for that one, don't you? What, you know what? If the bill's due, 
tomorrow and you don't understand why the money's not there. Better yet, the bill was due yesterday and you don't understand why the money's not there. God, I trust you. With all my heart, I trust you. My faith is in you. You are my provider. I'm not my provider. You said you would. I trust you. I know you love me. And that's what it boils down to, guys. Believing in His love. If we will have faith in God's love for us, there is nothing we can't, nothing would be impossible to us. Glory to God. Glory to God. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Not your knowledge, but His goodness, His love, His word concerning you. And lean not. Here's a big one. Because you know what? If you're not leaning to your own understanding, you are trusting Him. If you're leaning to your understanding, you're not trusting Him. Right? If you're trying to figure it out on your own, you say, God, I just trust you. I trust you. Now, where is that credit card application that I just got in the mail? I trust you, Lord. I, I, just, I, I think there was a credit for $5,000 in there just in case, but I trust you. That's your own understanding. That's worldly wisdom. How do I know? Because I used to pay credit card bills with credit cards. Well, you guys got quiet. Somebody else do that in here? I had so much credit, they loved me. Because they were making money after money after... Because my bill would come in and I'd go get a check from the credit card company and pay this credit card. And then when that bill came in, I'd get this credit card, pay that credit card. I had it, I had it worked out, but then your limit comes up. Trust in the Lord. Lean to His understanding. Lean on Him. Don't put pressure on yourself. Put pressure on Him. He'll, he can handle it. It ain't even pressure to Him. Right? We put pressure on the Word of God. Trusting in God, it works. Every time. Every time. Lean not to your own understanding. Man's wisdom. Man's ways. Right? Don't think you know what He's going to have you do. That's your own understanding. Don't, don't go in there with an idea that you know how He's going to work it out. Right? Everybody, everybody ever done that? You prayed for something, then you then you sit there and said, "Now, if he had, if he went and told this person that I need the money, they would tell that person. Eventually, it would get to the person that need, that I need to know, right? And you've got this all figured out how God's going to do it. You're trying to work it out in your own understanding. Stop. That's not peace. That's not rest. The faith in God will make you rest, right? It'll cause you to rest. Glory to God. Lean not to your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him. What did David do? I smote the lion and the bear. It was God that delivered me. He's the one that gave me the ability to smite, to smite them, to smoke them, to beat them up. Right? He's the one. It was His strength in me. What? It's I can do all things through Christ. Is that the end of the verse? No, which strengthens me, right? I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. In other words, he didn't do it in his strength, he did it in God's. And he acknowledged that, and we acknowledge that, and we say, God, I'm believing this, and I'm believing it in faith in you, 
in faith in your love, in faith in your ability. It's you that does it. And you acknowledge Him not, not after you have it, before you have it. Amen? And He shall direct your paths. Then He'll show you what to do. If you acknowledge Him, He'll show you what to do. He'll direct you. He'll take it from there, right? But to get He'll direct your paths, you have to do the first things. Trust in the Lord. Lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge Him. You can't have He'll direct your paths without those. And then, if He starts directing your paths, take verse 7. Don't be wise... In your own eyes. Reverence the Lord. Fear the Lord. Depart from evil. It's health to your navel and marrow to your bones. Right? You could sum that up by saying it's good for you. Right? If, if we can take and not get out on the ditch of condemnation, and we can take and not get out on the ditch of look what my faith did, and we can stay right in the middle of the road and trust in His faith, in your, His ability in you, and your faith in God. Yes, it's your faith. It's your faith in God. And we don't get out being arrogant and spiritually prideful. And we don't get out being a lowly worm. Right? But we stand up and we say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I can do all things through Christ. And we acknowledge Him in all our ways because we trust in, we rely on, right? We adhere to. In, in, in other words, not only we can't do it without Him, we don't want to do it without Him, right? I don't want to do it without you, God, because with you it has value. Without you it has none. Why? Because you love me. Everything you do through me in, in your love gives it value. Without you and your love, it has none. Right? And so, we do these things. We believe God. Right? Not in our own selves. And we have the goodness of God in the land of the living. Amen? Amen. Stand up on your feet. Glory to God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Just thank Him. Thank you, Father. We thank you for your love. We thank you that you love us and that our faith is in you. Our faith to be healed, our faith to have peace, our faith to be saved is in you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You all got a song?